0: Hello and welcome to the PCOS Diva podcast. My name is Amy Medling, I'm a certified health coach and I'm the founder of PCOS Diva. And my mission is to help women with polycystic ovary syndrome find the tools and knowledge they need to take control of their PCOS so they can regain their fertility, femininity, health and happiness. And if you haven't already, make sure you check out PCOSDiva.com because there I offer tons of great free information about PCOS and how to develop your PCOS diet and lifestyle plan so you can begin to thrive like a diva. Look for me on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as well. Now let's get started. So I think that fatigue is probably one of the most troublesome symptoms of PCOS, and it certainly was for me. I would say that uh, fatigue was kind of ro- my rock bottom, where I wasn't really able to cope with life and be the mom that I wanted to be to my my little children at the time. They were um, three and one, my boys, um, we're just these little little toddlers, and I spent most of my day lying on the couch, and that was really my moment where I realized that that pills weren't going to fix my ill. That uh, I needed to take charge of my PCOS and and um, kind of led me on my PCOS diva journey. So, for those listening that you know, sounds a little bit like you, you know, I have a great resource. Um, today that I want to introduce you to, Um, and it's a book called Fix Your Fatigue, The Four-Step Process to Resolving Chronic Fatigue, Achieving Abundant Energy, and Reclaiming Your Life by Dr. Evan Hirsch, and I am fortunate enough to have Dr. Evan on the program today um, to tell us more about his work. He is one of the nation's leaders on finding the root cause of chronic fatigue and resolving them. He suffered from chronic fatigue for five years before he achieved resolution using the Fix Your Fatigue program that he developed at the Hirsch Center for Integrative Medicine in Olympia, Washington. So welcome, Dr. Evan.
1: Thanks for having me, Amy.
0: Well, I've... um, been reading your book all week, and boy, I wish I had it. <laughs> like, God, uh, how many years ago is that? 14 years ago, when I would have had hit my rock bottom and, and was just too tired to get up to be a mom to my kids. Um, but it's uh, you know, I, I think we were talking before um, we started recording about this idea that there really is no magic bullet, um, no ma- you know, magic pill that you can take to fix your fatigue. Um, and I loved in the beginning of your book, you really lay it on the line. It's that it's probably not going to be an easy fix, that it's kind of a journey. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about, um, you know, what to expect, you know, when you start, when you say, okay, I want to start healing myself.
1: Absolutely. So the first thing to remember is that everyone has a different, has different causes of fatigue. You know, I've found that there are 15 causes and I know there's more than that, but that's, those are the ones that I've found. And everybody's got a combination of those. Mm -hmm. Um, And everybody's different. So, you know, why does something work for somebody else over here, but it doesn't work for me over here. And so that, that's really why it's so complex and why you can't do a research study on chronic fatigue and get it right, because you can't isolate one particular variable, which makes it just, just so complex
0: yeah and you know I think for me, it was getting my blood sugar um in balance was was huge mm-hmm. um and you know when you have little kids, you're not getting enough sleep, and that that's <laughs> that, that is I think you sort of overlook the fact that sleep is such a healing um you know method for for people with fatigue and i and I venture to say most of us probably don't get enough.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and what's really interesting too is that the causes of sleep problems are also usually the causes of fatigue. So there's, there's huge overlap in there. And so with sleep, you know, some of the, if I can just dive into sleep there for a little yeah. bit. So yeah, and, and, and there's also so much overlap with PCOS as well because in many ways, sleep is an endocrine issue. Um, because, you know, I get more people to sleep by giving them things in the morning than I do by giving them anything at night. And those things in the morning are thyroid, you know, if if their thyroid is low, adrenal support, you know, nutrient deficiencies like B12, iron, stuff like that, because it is a circadian rhythm dysfunction. You know, the the rhythm, your sleep-wake cycle is disrupted. If you're tired during the day, And you're supposed to be awake, your body gets confused. And so I tell people, you know, you're supposed to be awake during the day and then asleep at night. And your body's kind of doing this. It's asleep and awake during the day. And then you have that same thing at night. So you don't get that really good deep sleep. So fixing the hormones plays a huge role. You know, oftentimes there's some neurotransmitter issues that might be going on because of those hormonal issues. So I'll give people relaxing things to take at night. You know, progesterone helps people fall asleep. Estrogen helps people stay asleep. You know, so people forget about that. You know, oftentimes I'm doing it with postmenopausal women. But if someone is younger and they need their hormones fixed and they have some of these symptoms, they can say, oh, you know what? I may have estrogen deficiency. Maybe that's, And that's why sometimes the pill works, because it's a combination of estrogen and progesterone. So that can be helpful for some people.
0: Yeah. And women with PCOS tend to be really low progesterone. And also B12 levels are often very, very low, especially if you're taking metformin and you're not supplementing with any B12 because metformin depletes B12. Um, and then and vitamin D is, is a huge deficiency for women with PCOS. And I guess since we're t- I'm talking about deficiencies, magnesium. <laughs> women with PCOS are 19 times more likely to have low levels of magnesium. And what could that do for your sleep?
1: Yeah, magnesium is amazing, you know, involved in 550 different enzymatic reactions in the body, everything from detoxification to sleep to muscle relaxation, central nervous system relaxation. So it's just so incredibly important, you know, gut function. Yeah. And so getting magnesium tested, but also taking magnesium and, you know, taking a chelated form of magnesium is going to be better absorbed and you just take it to bowel tolerance. So I basically have people start off with one tab at night, increase every three nights because there's a bit of a delay. If you take it every night, you'll end up with diarrhea. But if you take it every three nights, eventually you'll get you'll start getting soft stools and that's your quote unquote bowel tolerance. And so that's the uh, that's the amount that your gut can take before you actually get diarrhea. And so it can also regulate your gut, which is really nice, too. But, yeah, it's it's so important.
0: Yeah. So you also so maybe you could go through I know 15 sounds like a lot of, um, you know, uh, kind of root causes of your fatigue. But maybe would you mind going through them for us?
1: Yeah, that would be great. I love talking about that. So sleep is the first one. You know, it's so incredibly important. 30% of the, the population doesn't sleep well, if not more. Um, heavy metal toxicity, hormone dysfunction, and that can be adrenals, thyroid, sex hormones, like we see a lot with PCOS. And we're going to come back to that when I start talking about some novel theories on PCOS causes. Infections. And so that could be infections in the gut, could be everything from a bacteria to a parasite to yeast, or it could be um, in the bloodstream or systemic, like through the rest of the body, like Lyme and some of its co-infections. Nutrient deficiencies, we talked about a little bit, like B12, vitamin D, iron. Lack of exercise, and this is usually, you know, once people, it's kind of like the first, the first tier, you know, as you get out of high school and you no longer have gym class, you know, then that's kind of the first step that, that ends up happening. You're not exercising as much. Dehydration. You know, people should really be consuming based off their body weight. You know, I say half their body weight in ounces, um, but usually around three liters of water a day and putting in a pinch of sea salt can be incredibly helpful because that actually nourishes the adrenal gland.
0: I thought that was a great tip in your book Mm -hmm. and easy to do. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you get bloated with it or if you start to get swelling with it, then you know that it's not for you. But Mm -hmm. 90% of the time, it's really great. And then... Chemical toxicity, constipation, um, lack of um, oxygenation. So, you know, if you've got stuffy nose or obstructive sleep apnea, you're not getting enough oxygen into your body, which also goes along a little bit with the um, lack of exercise. And then mold toxicity. So when people have been, been exposed to mold methylation issues which has to do with detoxification that's very much related to b12 folate and thyroid deficiencies. Um, Mitochondrial dysfunction so the mitochondria is the energy center of every cell in the body about 80 percent of our energy comes from these mitochondria and that can be damaged by heavy metals chemicals molds infections some of these things we just mentioned. Depression, anxiety, mood disorders can also cause fatigue. And sometimes the question is, is the fatigue causing the mood disorder? Is the mood disorder causing the fatigue? And then allergies. So whether that's inhaled allergens or whether that's food allergies, which plays a big role. And kind of tied into there also is, is blood sugars, you know. So I'm just going to dive in and, and put a plug in there for the paleo diet. I'm, you know, I'm just a big fan of a meat and veggies diet. Um, You know, grains are really toxic. Every time you consume grains, they cause your blood sugar to spike, and then that causes your insulin to spike, right? And you guys, with PCOS, you all have high insulin, you know, so that ends up disrupting your adrenals and causes more stress on your adrenals, which compromises the whole axis of all of these hormones and the beautiful dance that exists between the thyroid, the ovaries, and the adrenals.
0: You know, there's lately I've been hearing from a lot of women who want to be vegetarian, want to be vegan, um, and really trying to work that that lifestyle, that diet but still not feeling better, um, you know, with fatigue being one of those major issues. And, you know, I'm, you know I don't believe that there's any one-size-fits-all approach. I mean, I certainly think that, that a diet, and I'm sure you're, you're advocating a paleo diet that's full of plant-based food, Correct. Um, number one. Um, but I do think that most women with PCOS need a little animal protein to feel good, Um, And just just curious about your thoughts on kind of like the vegetarian vegan lifestyle and and, um, you know, maybe how that might lead to fatigue. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it's. It's just very challenging. You know, I, I definitely work with people who are vegan and vegetarian and sometimes we have to supplement with other things that they're not getting from meat and meat products. But like you said, you know, like it's not a one size fits all, you know, I like to start with the paleo diet as a jumping off place for people Mm -hmm. because it also helps regulate the blood sugars. Um, but it definitely has to be individualized for folks. Um, Um, And it really does need to be, you know, largely plant-based. You know, I tell people, if you're looking at your plate, it should really be, you know, half to three quarters vegetables And then, you know, uh, a quarter to a half of meat, maybe an additional starch like a potato. But yeah, yeah, there's just a lot of really great nutrients that you find in the different varieties of meats. But you also have to remember that, you know, what we're talking about is we want organic, you know, we want low toxicity, you know, we want grass fed because, you know, if you if you. If you don't have grass-fed meat, it's inflammatory. So there's something called arachidonic acid that's in beef that is pro-inflammatory unless the cow is a happy cow and has been eating grass and has been kind of grazing the fields. Then you've got an increase in omega-3 fatty acids, and the meat becomes anti-inflammatory, and that can make a huge difference in how people feel as well.
0: So as you you were listing uh, the, the different triggers of fatigue, I mean, so many of them um, kind of are, fall into the PCOS kind of category. You know, where um, the, obviously the sex hormone dysfunction, nutrient deficiencies, uh, you know, I think the mitochondrial deficiencies, I think many um, you know, many women with PCOS have, um, you know, issues there as well, and adrenal function, thyroid gland function, Emotional stress um, so where where do you begin? you know if you have all of these sort of factors that are coming into play how do you Where do you begin addressing
1: Well, you have to start with the basics, you know this beautiful work that you 're doing you know you have to be eating water or drinking water and eating the right foods and exercising and getting your brain in the right place, you know, starting to think positive thoughts, you know, thoughts are vibrations and vibrations attract. And if you're thinking negative thoughts, you know, you're going to be attracting negative things into your life. So you have to make that brain switch too. So, you know, that's definitely the place that I like to start. And then I like to start by regulating hormones and, and boosting hormones If I can, if that is, if that is possible, because the stronger that you are, the more robust your adrenals, your thyroid and sex hormones are, the more easily you're going to be able to tolerate removing heavy metals and chemicals and molds and infections. But sometimes, you know, for some reason, people can't tolerate those things. And then we have to jump to what I call the usual suspects, those guys that are really causing a lot of the problems, you know, from the, from the brain down.
0: And in your book, I thought you had, um, you have some resources if you need, if you need to get some lab work done. So how do you know that you have, um, hormonal imbalance unless, and what, and to what effect, to what degree, um, unless you actually get some lab work done. And, and I think a lot of women have a hard time getting the right lab work done. Um, so exactly. maybe we can talk, talk about that.
1: Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. So, yeah. So, um, You know, people, you know, you obviously, people think that they need a doctor in order to get lab work done. Unfortunately, in this day and age, that's not the case. And so I have given some resources in the book that talk about the exact labs that you need to get done. And I've even created like a lab panel at one of these um, wholesalers where you you go to this website um, and you can purchase these labs um, and then you take them to Quest or LabCorp. And then you get them done. And then I tell you how to go over them in the book too, so that you can really try to fine tune. And then I tell you how to fix them, you know, so that, I, yeah, my goal with this book really was, you know, to try just try to help as many people as possible for, you know, $5 on a Kindle version or $18 on a paperback. And if people need more help, then they can either come and do a course with me or one-on-one, but that, you know, you can get the help you need if you are so motivated by jumping into this book and getting these labs done
0: yeah and and I think if you've you've sort of hit your rock bottom like I did, um gosh this this uh book is a lifesaver, and you also have a Facebook group that you can join too, that's kind of part of the group, the book community
1: as well. Absolutely, yeah. Fix your fatigue with Dr. Evan Hirsch on Facebook. You can just search in there and come join us. Um, and you know, we we we're very close to 200 people, and I and I just started it in May, so a lot of people are and most people are hearing it about it from the book, and so people are getting in there and sharing their stories and saying, "Hey, I'm doing this part in the book. What are you doing?" So it can be a really good support for folks.
0: So I, I know that you must see some patients with PCOS, considering that you know, up to, upwards of 20% of women um, have some symptoms of PCOS. So you know, what, what we talked earlier, you had some thoughts on um, kind of the root causes of PCOS, and I'd love to, to hear what you think and, and how you treat your
1: patients absolutely yeah so you know i always take a step back when i see a conglomeration of symptoms and say okay well what a what's what's causing all this what's the root and you know when we look at pcos it really is about the hypothalamic pituitary gonadal axis Mm -hmm. so it's this messaging coming down from the brain going to the thyroid going to the adrenals going to the sex hormones that's not working right you know so if you look at all of those symptoms of PCOS they're all from a consequence of dysfunction in one of those things you know and then the complications of not having a great lifestyle on top of it and so when I look at that you know, it's very similar to fatigue where there's a number of things that can cause that sort of disruption. So that's where I start. And that's where, you know, I help women get pregnant or help, you know, get rid of their hirsutism, you know, the hair on the face and the obesity and stuff like that too. And so, and those usual suspects that I find really are, you know, heavy metals, chemicals, toxicities from these things, heavy metals, chemicals, molds, infections, allergies, emotions, and EMFs or electromagnetic frequencies. And I find that when we start to remove these things, because these things are either in the glands or they're messing with the brain's relationship to these, to these glands, and when we remove them, then the body starts to repair itself and a lot of these things really come into alignment. So, and the other thing that also happens besides this relationship with the brain to the glands is that sometimes there's conversion issues. So, you know, all of your estrogen is coming from testosterone. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're a woman or a man, that is the conversion pathway. And oftentimes there is a, and this can happen with men too. I see this a lot with men when they have these toxicities where you get, you get a problem with this conversion, either you're over converting from testosterone to estrogen or you're not converting. And so that's why there's a lot of um, low estrogen symptoms in pcos as well because that testosterone is not converting to estrogen and you know none of this has been proven this is just based off of my experiences and and my thoughts on on a lot of these theories but this is this is where i go and i think the last thing that i would share is there's an infection that i see a lot that i treat a lot that causes cysts in the body And that infection is called Bartonella that I talk about a little bit in the book and I've done a number of talks on it that you can Google online. Um, And Bartonella will cause these cysts and it also causes low thyroid. It causes neck pain and headaches and anxiety, depression, muscle cramping, pain on the bottom of the feet, sleep problems. And so how many of these things are also existing in PCOS? And once Mm -hmm. again, it's never just... Bartonella. So it's a combination of Bartonella plus heavy metals or mold or something like that, right? But how much of that is playing a role that is, you know, exacerbating the situation?
0: Mm. So, and where would the Bartonella be coming from?
1: Like, Great question. So about, I think about 99% of all humans actually have it. And that's because 50% of all domestic animals have it. A lot of us get it from... Um, mother to child through mm-hmm. the placenta um, and then also it can be transmitted sexually it can be transmitted by anything that takes a blood meal so that could be a mosquito that could be a tick a chigger a biting fly sandfly. you know so yeah it's pretty ubiquitous and it just needs the right environment to kind of pop out and, and start causing problems
0: so I, have, I live in New Hampshire where it's like the, one of the highest concentrations of Lyme and co-infections. And I have many friends that do um, the magnetic therapy to, you know, help remove um, or mitigate. I don't know what you would really call, do you actually remove it with magnetic therapy? I don't know, but Bartonella and Lyme and those co-infections, they seem to have a lot of positive results.
1: That's wonderful, I have to ask you more about that offline i'm not I'm not that familiar with the magnetic therapies We're using herbs and we do some um, some uh p e m f therapies maybe that's what you're referring to, but i'm I'm not familiar that much with the magnetic magnetic therapy. okay yeah, we'll have yeah
0: to so so what type of herbs if some if is it something that you know you could kind of just um treat if ninety nine percent of us have it? Um, And if it might be causing problems with PCOS, can we just go ahead and treat it?
1: You can't. Um, And part of that is because the stuff is so potent. So, you know, it's in order to eradicate a lot of these infections. And when I mean eradicate, I mean, bring it back into balance is that you really have to work on a number of different fronts. You know, you have to use a great antimicrobial. You have to balance the immune system. You have to change the immune system's relationship to the bug. Um, And then you also have to remove what other triggers were present, whether it's heavy metals, chemicals, or molds. You know, you can't get rid of any infections if you have mold present. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't happen. And so you have to make sure that that's working too. And then the treatments are really powerful, even though they are natural, that sometimes one drop is going to cause somebody to have die-off, which is basically the bug is dying. It's overwhelming the system, overwhelming your ability to detoxify the bug and then that drains your hormones even more so it does you have to be working with somebody who's skilled in this so that you can make sure you're doing it right and you don't get worse
0: yeah that's interesting um yeah i'm just throwing this out there i mean i wonder if that's another reason why like berberine works really well for women with pcos and that's antimicrobial and i wonder if sort of on the side it's kind of helping with these issues as well i don't know
1: yeah. I mean, we love berberine here. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my physician assistant, Allison has done like a whole bunch of research on this and found a bunch of different ways to use it, but we see a great, great stuff with lowering cholesterol, regulating blood sugars, you know, in a head-to-head trial with metformin, it was just as good, Yeah. you know, so uh, yeah. And then it's got that antimicrobial activity. And so it's, it's usually more of the antimicrobial stuff in the gut than it is like systemic and with, with some of these other bugs, but yeah, it's it's an amazing tr- treatment. I would have everybody on PCOS on it for sure. Uh,
0: so you did mention you, kind of when you were going through your, your thoughts um, on PCOS, emotions. And mm-hmm. I really do think that emotions play a huge role. Um, and I would love just if you could expand on that a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, some of it is, you know, the chicken or the egg in terms of, mm-hmm. Um, emotions, you know, is there an infection or a hormone or something like that that's causing the anxiety and depression? Or is it the other way around? You know, because there is the mind-body connection, but there's also the body-mind connection. Mm. Um, And really having that positive attitude is just so (laughs) incredibly important. And that hope and that desire to get better and that curiosity. I recently did a, a Facebook Live on, you know, how to you know what the best mindset is and you know you just have to you just have to keep going you can't settle for no you just have to remain curious but accept where you are and but continue to move forward so i mean that's a real challenge you know the definition of happiness really is contentment with what you have yeah right because if you're wanting something that you don't have that breeds discontent and that breeds unhappiness but you have to balance the two cuz you also want to move forward And find solutions to the issues that you're having, but you have to be content with where you're at in order to be able to continue to move forward and get there. So one of the one of the resources that I do in my own daily life that I recommend to my patients is to listen to Abraham Hicks, um, Mm. who just, you know, just speaks just all about how to get yourself into that positive mind mind, mindset. And uh, it just makes a big difference for me in my life and for a lot of my patients.
0: Yeah, so I've um, I've shared with listeners that I'm, I'm coming out with a book in uh, May, and the first chapter is "Think Like a Diva," and nice. you know, I think we have to you have to think like a diva before you can eat and move. It, it sort of all stems from that place, and I think um, you know I talk about how I think so many of us are stuck in that lack place, mm-hmm. like you know I'm not enough. There's not enough time. There's not enough money and i do think a resource like abraham hicks gets you out of that lack mentality into one of more abundance thinking and yeah it, it is a great resource um those the, the the books i can't i have a couple on my shelf but can't see them right off the bat but
1: and I like the um you know there's um a number of different YouTube channels that just like post things every day so every day mm-hmm. I get something popping up and I listen to it on my way to work and so um, that can be helpful I think Abraham Hicks Unlimited You and Abraham yes, Hicks Unlimited Band you. and stuff mm-hmm. like that so there's some there's some good ones that people just want to taste
0: mm-hmm. yeah and I think it's you have to feed mm-hmm. your mind with these positive um mm-hmm. resources you know books and I love Audible. I listen to so many Audible books uh, and podcasts because we're just bombarded with negative news all day long, and that really—I um, think—that really adds to our issues.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's good to—it's that balance you get. You know, like you mm-hmm. want to be informed, but right. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch any news. I will. I get the um, New York Times um, highlights come to my email. And I'll I'll read them about fifty percent of the time. You know anything that's significant, people are talking about at the right. office, or mm-hmm. or my you know my wife's going to tell me. But I find that that's so much healthier for me. And yeah, maybe I'm not as well informed as this person over here, but I'm a lot happier than they are.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. So this sort of brings us to a close. But um, before we go, I was hoping that you could. Maybe give us just a few action items um, for uh, to really fix our fatigue over the next week.
1: Absolutely. So, let's see. Um, You know, sleep, so incredibly important, you know, start setting your alarm for, or (laughs) your alarm on your phone, that is, start setting your alarm on your phone for like nine o'clock at night, and start to transition at that time into going to bed, you know, turning off your screens, and really creating this beautiful oasis of an environment for sleep, you know, so that you can get in there and you can get to bed by like 10, 1030, because there's really that that window that in there that you really need, you know, you can grab the book and you can check your labs, you can eliminate gluten, which is just so inflammatory, damages the gut every time you consume it on your way to um, getting more paleo. You can eat more vegetables. So those those are just you know some tips that I would recommend, I have a, a Bartonella quiz on my website at fixyourfatigue.org. I also have a sleep guide on that same website. So you can go on there and you can download those for free and and hopefully those will be helpful for you.
0: So tell us more about how um, women can get in touch with you or, or work with you. Do you take um, telemedicine clients or...
1: Yeah, so we've just launched our coaching program. So, you know, I'm an MD. I see people in my office, but there are a lot of people around the world who want to come see me and they can't for whatever reason. And so, um, I can now operate as a coach where we do everything virtually. Um, the people who fly in to see me for the first visit, you know, then I can use my MD and really the main thing that they get is my ability to prescribe, uh, medications. But otherwise as a coach, I can do 95 to 99% of everything that I would normally be able to do anyway. Um, and so I see people for one-on-one consultations. You can learn more about that at fixyourfatigue.org. And then, of course, there's different ways to work with me. I've got videos on there. I've got um, the book that you can get. So it really depends on what you need, your level of self-motivation versus if you want to work with me one-on-one.
0: Yeah, well, I definitely encourage everybody listening to pick up a copy of the book on Amazon or Kindle. Uh, again, it's uh, Fix Your Fatigue, and I'll have all of those uh, links in the show notes. Thank you so much, Dr. Evan Hirsch, for for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Amy. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Well, that wraps up our podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us and I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you liked this episode, please don't forget to subscribe to PCOS Diva on iTunes or wherever else you might be listening. And if you have a minute, please leave me a quick review on iTunes. I love to hear from you. If you think of anyone else that might benefit from this podcast, please take a minute to share it with a family friend um, so that she can benefit from it too. And don't forget to sign up for my free weekly newsletter. Just enter your email at PCOSDiva.com to get instant access and make sure you never miss a future podcast. This is Amy Medling wishing you well. I look forward to being with you again soon. Bye-bye.